does is come to Clubhouse here on a Friday. It's just like I never left. Yay. It's always as it is. It's great. Yay. I'm back from the Greek islands. Yeah, I'm still feeling pretty chill. Uh, only because I ate one of my own edibles today. Oh no, I was hungry and so I ate one and now I'm fucked. <laughs> that's, that's what's happening. I feel like I'm on the Greek islands again. I'm floating. It was actually really scary. Uh, I had one of the, I, I'm gonna have to use this moment for sense memory. I've never been so scared in my life on the Greek islands. Uh, we could hitchhike anywhere. I wasn't afraid of anything like that. Uh, but this island was infested with bees. <laughs> I'm allergic to bees. But I didn't think, oh, I'm leaving San Francisco and going to the Greek islands. Oh, there might be bees there. I need to have an EpiPen. I haven't seen a bee here in 12 years. I thought we eradicated those motherfuckers. Oh, no, they live in Greece now. I've never felt such fear. I was in the most beautiful place. It's this gorgeous black sea sand beach, and we're in the shade, and the water's so clear, and it's so gorgeous. And I'm, like, sitting inside the tent shaking because there's bees everywhere. I'm like, look at the beauty and wonderment. I'm going to die. And I was trying to coach Jonathan on how to give me a tracheotomy, which comes from the Greek, by the way, <laughs> tracheotomy. All words come from the Greek. Yay, party, party, party. So uh, we were talking about what we could use to give me a tracheotomy. I'm like, we have this pen. We don't have anything sharp enough as a knife. We're gonna have to poke me right here. And I was terrified. I thought I was gonna die. And we're on this Greek island. And I asked my friend. He was like, so I can't do his accent. I can't do a Greek accent. But he was like, so do you want to be wild or do you want to be like touristy? You're like, nah, fuck the tourists. We, we, I mean, I said, as long as there's access to beer as long as there's access to beer I'm fine uh, and we get to an island where he's like yes there's access to beer you have to walk along this goat trail for a kilometer and a half every time you want water beer or the bathroom this is wild this is fucking unorganized and you're not allowed to shit in a in the sand hole no that's not okay either or the ocean you're supposed to walk on the goat trail I'm supposed to what I go across the goat trail what if I'm three beers in and there's no lights and there's this fucking thing and I'm gonna fall off a cliff I was gonna die in the Greek islands if I wasn't gonna fall off a cliff like a goat I was gonna get murdered by the bees I've never felt such fear we got to fuck off that island so fast all the like the kids were up on this big balcony of sand laughing at us like the Greek kids like look at the stupid Americans they can't hack it I'm like motherfuckers <laughs> bees it was life or death I'm gonna write a, a comedy, a bee movie, a bee horror movie, literally about bees. And I was so uh, just enthralled by the island, it's gonna be all set there. But the one thing, uh, the black guy's gonna live. <laughs> Cause he's gonna know how to swim, it's gonna be. And then he'll get eaten by fish. Everyone dies, it's gonna be a fun movie. Everyone's gonna die. It'd be, they have bit fish with bees shooting out of their mouths. Ah, it was a really scary place. I really thought I was gonna die. That was, I was like, oh, this would be a really beautiful place to die, but it'd, be, it'd suck because then Jonathan would have to drag my body along the goat trail. There's like barely room for one person to walk along it. <laughs> He'd have to drag my dead body like across the thing. <laughs> They're not going to. I couldn't afford an airplane, a, a, a helicopter in. How am I going to afford a helicopter out? <laughs> I'll, be, I'll be dead. That's on you, man. How are you going to fly my dead body out of Greece? It'd be fine. Hitchhike my body. 
uh, Jonathan's gonna heckle me like he's catcalling. Hey, Eric Cash, it's so degenerative, yay. Uh, I also, I was in Amsterdam and I got this cool tattoo, because that's the thing you do when you're in Amsterdam, is get a cool tattoo that my friend Jenner designed, so that was super cool. So now I have like part of her with me all the time and like my dead cats and stuff, it's very. It was, it was the best, um, it was the best vacation every, every, at any time because they secretly replaced my cat uh, with a much better, nicer cat when I came back. I, my cat, before I left, was kind of a dick. And now he's really sweet, which means you can teach a cat a lesson. <laughs> Fuck that cat. Now he knows, entitled little cat. Cat, cat call. I still I try to cat call my own cat. It never works. If it doesn't work with a cat, how's it going to work with a lady? It's not... Sorry, I did this joke at the last open mic. I'm cat calling. I'll do my new joke for Jenner. I this is I'm excited about this one, because you know everyone's getting all ramped up about the fucking elections or whatever. Like oh, like we really believe in it, and like oh, who's gonna run? Who's gonna run? Uh, I say I'd like Forrest Gump to run. <laughs> Wouldn't that be great? Right, Forrest Gump, Gump versus Trump. <laughs> I was running for president. I'm like, yay, he's a Gen A. It's gonna be great, right? Like, he'll be all for like AIDS research and shit. We'll just eradicate that. It's great though, because it'll be Trump versus Gump. It'll be, a, a, they're very evenly matched, right? They're both businessmen. Uh, they're <laughs> <laughs> arguably for Gump, much better businessmen. Like, Gump, Trump, uh, the, Gump, the four bubble Gump shrimp still exists all over the place. Delicious. Shrimps, buckets of shrimps. It's good businessmen. Uh, they both have special needs. <laughs> Definitely both window lickers uh, at the back of the bus. Definitely happening there. Uh, and they're both fictional characters. <laughs> it's like... <laughs> Yeah, except I actually believe in Forrest Gump. That's the difference. I mean, right? He went to war and shit. Like, I believe in him. And like, you know, where's where's Trump gonna run? He's got bone spurs. He can't run. He can't run anywhere. That fat McDonald's eating fuckbag. That fucking that fat motherfucker. He's gonna die of a heart attack before the next thing. It'll be great. And then the cardiac arrest people or whatever. Everyone dies of heart disease. I love drinking alcohol. Are the, why are those two related? I don't understand. Uh, yay. So, um, other, I didn't, I didn't write any other new jokes. I pretty much just like sat in a hammock drinking beers for <laughs> like, <laughs> really. Yeah. And everybody, it was funny. We were like the bells of the ball because Americans had never come to this one Island. They're like, you're the first Americans that have ever come to this Island. This is the beginning of the end. And we agreed that we wouldn't say the name of the Island because it's so great. We don't want to like gentrify it from afar. <laughs> and they'll be like, Pam and Jonathan said this is the best Island ever. Yeah. Be like, it's blowing up San Francisco people going to the island but they have the free camping it's absolutely mind-blowing you get there and you just set up a tent wherever you it's free camping and they have like toilets and showers and food and shit i'm like what the fuck is this everybody's nice and like i said we were the bells of the ball everyone wanted to talk to us about what was going on and jonathan was like at the second sentence out of his mouth was like fuck trump fuck trump and so everybody would like immediately be like oh okay they're okay they're okay all right all right, we could talk to them. It'll be fine. We like put it right out there. They were really excited. Yeah, they people asked if we were Australian. People spoke Greek to me four different times thinking I was a Greek person. I was like, best compliment ever. I'm in your country. You think I know what I'm doing? Yay. 
That's so nice. They don't pee in the street there like dogs like we do here. They think we're crazy. You can just walk in a bar even if you haven't bought anything and just say, can I use your bathroom? And they'll, of course, say yes, because who wouldn't in a civilized nation? (laughs) 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 And here people are like, I mean, it's we pee in the street like dogs. I do it all the time. I am so good at peeing in the street. I always, I never go against anybody's house because that's gross. I always go against the curb and I, I hold on between car, I hold on the back of a car bumper and sort of lean off. And it's, I do it even in the middle of the day because nobody's looking for like a white middle-aged woman peeing in between cars in the middle of the day. Like even if you saw that, you'd be like, am I hallucinating? You'd just be driving by. No one sees that. I'm invisible. I'm. A, white privilege yeah i've been trying to like soak in my white privilege i'm trying to be like i'm so excited about like the moments where i'm like i'm living white privilege and be like well i'm just gonna acknowledge that kind of you know like i'm gonna say it's cool (laughs) the cops are nice to me i'm sorry (laughs) that makes me a bad person that they're like really helpful (laughs) anyways they were really helpful in Amsterdam, too. Cops are just like normal. No, they're really good-looking guys. They're just like really tall, good-looking people that you feel safe asking them questions. They're super polite and very, very tall. And all of them, I guess, used to be models or EMTs or something. They're all very beautiful people. OK, I, I, think, I think we're warm. We have one real audience member. We have a half audience member. We have, we have David Zunzu. If you make him laugh, you know you've done it. In the back, you guys, and I encourage you all to go back there and get a piece even before we start. I made both this sweet bread that's enriched. Um, it's almost like a light brioche. Uh, I, I, just, I just had a piece because I was hungry, and I couldn't stop eating it. And I am so fucking high. It's really, really good. There's the bread. It was fresh baked today. And then there's also the brownies. And everybody take, you know, but the, everything's like 50 milligrams plus. So just be like, I just I mean, I was like, what? But feel free to snack. I can't, it's, the bread is so good that I just can't stop eating it. It's a problem. I'm like, I feel like I should go get another one, but then I might pass out in the middle of this show. But I won't because these are actually, I'm really excited for the lineup tonight uh, because there's really, really funny dudes. I love every, I'm so excited to see everyone's sets and just to like, I haven't been here in like a month, so I'm like super stoked to hear everybody's awesome stuff. So your first comedian of the night, uh, he is genius. He has. He is currently designing a mutiny radio app uh, because he's a fucking genius. He's like, it'll look good on my like CV or whatever, and it's kind of like for class. And so I'm like, yay! <laughs> What's an app? <laughs> I guess you have to have a smartphone or something. Very very excited about it. Uh, and first comedy tonight. Put your hands together, everybody, for Raul Sudarzen. Yay, Raul! I'm sorry, Raul Sudarzen. <laughs> Yeah, I am building an app, and it's for my like 19-year-old college stoner labor. That's the fucking best. She pays me in weed brownies. It's great. It's going to be the first app with neon green themes, and fucking instead of Mutiny Radio, it's going to play fucking Snoop Dogg's entire discography. And uh, shit. <laughs> I might even build like fucking Tinder for cats. I don't know. But um, anyway, uh, I feel like I'm. This is like kind of an older crowd, huh? It's like, shit. Let me feel. Make you feel like really fucking old, you guys. You know, like I'm kind of on the younger side, so I still don't get hangovers. Like I've tried my fucking hardest. I've tried my hardest to get a hangover for that sweet feeling of pain in the morning. I don't get it. You know, it's like um, I don't know. I get um, fucking. Like, I get, it's not, 
alcoholism. It's a superpower. Fuck you, mom. But, uh, and, um, you know, I've only joined the fucking uh, Justice League with that fucking superpower, like, or the sh- Alcoholic Avengers for short. And, uh, yeah, Batman's an alcoholic. I fucked that joke up. I was just like, oh, I'm, yeah. Uh, who's high? Everyone's high. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Yeah, that gets uh, shit. <laughs> All right, uh, what do I have prepared for you bec- other than smoking weed and telling shitty jokes? Uh, fuck, I love coming to San Francisco. It's a fucking $12 bark ride from Fremont, and I come to get high. Hell yeah. Shit. <laughs> anyway, uh, you guys ever um, uh, fucking... Shit, I'm I'm Gen Z. Uh, I have a joke about being Gen Z. It's like Gen Z is a generation after millennials, and uh, millennials um, like eventually you're gonna have this thing where millennials start shitting on Gen Z the same way fucking um, older generations did. As soon as they move out their parents' house, like it's gonna fucking uh, like it's gonna happen, and uh, they'll be like, you know. You work fucking three jobs, bitch, lazy motherfucker. I work five. Shit, I don't know. Um, uh, fuck. You guys ever meet someone really nice, really fucking cool, and then find out some really fucked up shit about them, you know? You find some really fucked up shit about them. I met this one girl. She was really cool, really sweet person. And then I found out that every week she donates to an international pedophile wing. True story. True story. An international pedophile wing with her friends in exchange for free therapy. And they have a name for themselves. They call themselves Catholics. Uh, I offended a Catholic at a fucking bar show in Fremont, and it was like, they don't make those here. You lie. I don't know. Uh, um, fuck. Uh, what's going on, guys? Uh, who's having a boozy, boozy night? Uh... Yeah, I just quit Alcoholics Anonymous, guys. It's true. I did. Because if I wanted to join a self-righteous alcoholic cult, I'll just start doing stand-up comedy, right? Yeah. That joke was for the comedians, <laughs> who are the only people in this room. <laughs> anyway, uh, but uh, it's been a year since rehab, guys, and you guys have heard this bid for, and it's, I'm going to do it for a thousand times. Hey, guys, it's been a year since rehab, uh, and, uh, you know, uh, in this... Um, um, in rehab, they have this thing called art therapy, and uh, yeah, a bunch of junkies doing arts and crafts. It's fucking wonderful. But um, they have art therapy, and uh, they could tell I was a recovering heroin addict because all my art projects were made of uh, tinfoil and uh, heroin. <laughs> and uh, I did that bit at a open mic, and one person said, "You're too thick to do heroin." And I was like, first of all, thanks for calling me thick. I felt like a bad bitch." <laughs> And second of all, I didn't know Alcoholics Anonymous had a freshman 15. I don't know. Um, anyway, um, but um, yeah, eventually we had to stop doing drugs in rehab because that's a thing. Because, uh, because uh, one person uh, told me uh, I lost my father to drugs. I lost my father to drugs. So I told her, well, I lost my drugs to my father, bitch. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Ah, uh, shit. I did all the new bits I did. How much time do I have? It's a chill night. You just, you just passed 420. Fuck yeah, dude. Uh, I'm some time back to the room and go smoke some more weed because I'm pretty high and uh, you guys are wonderful. I love you. <laughs> I'll show you the app if you want to see it. <laughs> Thank you.
Paul Sutterson. Yay! Yay! Uh, I have war on drugs. War on drugs. I do everything else on drugs anyway. Like, war on drugs. Hell yeah. Let's go to war on drugs. I'm always on drugs. I love them. Smoking pot. Pot's, weed's not a drug. It is, actually. Uh, I realized we didn't get to smoke pot for two and a half weeks because we were in Greece, and it's very, very, very illegal there, and everybody's very aware that it's very illegal, and they really just don't have any of it, and you can't ask for it, and it's very, very scary. You can get in a lot of trouble and all that. So we got back into Amsterdam, and we fucking... I am not an asshole, and I'm not usually an asshole, but we got from the airport to the dispensary in 37 minutes. We were, like, running through the streets of Amsterdam. I was like, I need weed so badly. Holy fuck. And we went to this one weed store called Gray Area, and it's owned by Americans. And so they had bongs. And we got the craziest, strongest weed they had, the most expensive fucking bomb, dank-ass shit. And we smoked fat bowls. And, uh, like, uh, my mood just went from, like crazy angry American to like oh my life is I finally I love weed so much how is this a drug <laughs> oh wait that's like it's a, it's a super drug anyways that's the only time I think I was an asshole to people on my trip was when I was trying to get to the goddamn dispensary <laughs> do you understand what it's like to not have weed for two and a half weeks people are like oh we're like from San Francisco it's legal everywhere now it's but not in other countries. Apparently, you're not allowed to do that. Uh, your next comedian. He's such a straight boy. He doesn't do. I tried to pass him the bowl, and he's like, "No, no, no. I'm going to be a senator someday. It's going <laughs> to. I would vote for you so quick. I I hope that you someday run for senate because uh, you'd you'd be able to you'd be able to make change with your amazing smartitude and funniness. Uh, put your hands together, everybody, for Cole Chapman. Yay! <laughs> Thank you. Yes. Could be a senator one day. What a nightmare that would be. Fucking Jesus Christ. You guys hear about these vape pens killing people? What the fuck? Hey, I'm looking right into the abyss, baby. Hope it looks back, right? Could you imagine if I just fucking, if my lungs exploded right now? That would be the coolest comedy show ever. (laughs) You'd be like, whoa, how'd he do this? Guess he won't be a senator. Thank God. (laughs) He started with the vape bit? Really? What an idiot. (laughs) He's not going to make it anywhere on Capitol Hill. This fucking idiot. Uh, Anyways, guys, I can't really do that. I do work in the news, uh, so I'm very anti-politics, as you might. You know, you start reading about it, and you're like, hey, maybe these guys aren't all the... (laughs) Maybe these guys aren't for our best interest. What's going on here? Uh, do you guys think it's cool that I work at a newspaper? You think that's you think that's cool? Hell yeah, it is. Hell yeah, we're still we're sticking in there. Well, let me make it less cool. Uh, I'm a social media manager at the. Yeah, it's not. It's not cool. See, she starts laughing. She's like, ha ha, bitch. Ha, <laughs> uh, you pussy, you news pussy. Ha ha. <laughs> You're not waiting for dead drops and briefcases and dark parking lots or nothing. You're just sitting there tweeting, and it's true. <laughs> I don't do anything cool. <laughs> I sit in an office. I just throw out memes about news. It's garbage, bro. It's, <laughs> it's a lifestyle. I once got into an argument about whether or not that job should exist with a 19-year-old. You know what his argument was? He said, that job should not exist. Plain, simple argument, right? Kind of set it up. Didn't need to reiterate it, but we're here, so let's keep going. Uh, <laughs> you know what my counterpoint was? You know, I said, this is not no, this piece of shit, 19-year-old. You know, I told him. 
Nothing. I agreed. I was like, you're right, man. This is stupid. This is the dumbest job that's ever existed. Why am I getting... I'm not getting paid much, but I'm getting paid some, and that's already too much, <laughs> you know what I mean? I feel like there's gonna be some moment, like three weeks from now, where I'm gonna be sitting at my desk and someone's gonna come up to and be like, I'm sorry, Cole, we caught you. And I'm like, ah, all right, well, it was a good run. All right, hey, I'll see you guys later. Good work with you, all right, you see you later. <laughs> I, I very humbly believe this. Humbly, what word is that? Why is that word doing there? What? Guys, this is why you don't smoke before you go on stage. Uh, <laughs> tee <-hee>. uh, <laughs> I don't know, man. It is. Uh, I looked at the a list as if it were my set list, <laughs> and I was like, mm, "My bid on Boris Shkurko. All right, let's keep going." <laughs> so we host them. Um, gee, that's crazy, right, John? All right. Um, inside baseball. Okay. <laughs> OMG row back there. John, you got to start hosting OMG. I'm sorry. This is how it works. <laughs> yeah, sorry, dude. Give up your Tuesdays and your Sundays. You're in it now. Sorry, dude. It's just how it goes. I don't know, man. I've been. Uh, it is interesting working on in the news, you know, because we got this guy. You know, you heard of this guy? You see, yeah, you see, Pam was talking about him. He's not, he's not great. He's, you know, I'm, I'm kind of, kind of lukewarm on him to be honest. He's doing some stuff. I'm not totally sure. You know, vote for the guy. You fool me once, right? Just kidding. I didn't vote for him. <laughs> Bay Area What the fuck? What are you doing? What? No, I did not vote for him. Uh, but it is interesting because he's got this whole enemy, news is enemy of the people thing. Yeah, you heard of this? So it's kind of interesting. Because like, like coming up uh, in journalism school, you know, everybody, even professors would tell you not to do journalism. They'd be like, get out. Like they'd get close to any day. Like, get the fuck out of here. What are you doing? How much money are you paying for the school? Liberal arts is over there. It's more useful. Get the fuck out of here. They were very intense about it. And I thought they were just saying I wasn't going to make money. That's true. But now it's like, oh, the president wants to kill you, <laughs> which is like, I don't know. No, it's pretty dope, I guess. It's like, that's kind of like a cool plot line to something, you know what I mean? I kind of feel like I'm living in something just very slow-paced and boring, <laughs> but like at the end of it, a government agent might kill me, so that's pretty exciting, you know what I mean? It's just, it's just weird, you know, because I don't know, like, because, like I said, I'm a social media guy, right? So it's like, I don't know. Oh, oh I should tell you this. Um, uh, uh, there's, there's, this uh, there's a real story. Um, uh, that uh, the, the current administration is, uh, it was just found out like a couple weeks ago that they're building this uh, database, this whole secret database, yeah, uh, for all the journalists in America and like activists and stuff and like for what, for what purpose one wonders, I don't know, probably something cool, you know? <laughs> Wouldn't it be dope if, like, a year from now, I just get, like, an edible arrangement in the shape of Donald Trump? That'd be dope. <laughs> and it's just, like, it's just a little note, like, ah, I was just kidding. You're like, ah, this fucking guy. Wow, he had us going this whole time. This wow, God, Donnie. This motherfucker. <laughs> this guy's good. This guy is good. <laughs> I think he's gonna kill us, but you know, whatever. Like, whatever. You know, I like, but my ego is such a in in such a weird place when I'm on the social media thing. Like, I don't know if I'm on that list, right? Right? Like, I feel like a year is going to pass. I'm going to be sitting there in the middle of work. Some black fans are going to pull up outside my work, right? Soldiers, they come marching out, right? They round up all my coworkers and they start pointing them at gunpoint, right? I'm going to be sitting there in the middle of office, like, protesting. And they'll be like, you guys are not going to take us all alive. The fourth estate is alive and well. You can't kill the news. And uh, where are you guys going? You guys, you forgot me. You, hey, <laughs> where are you going? They'll be like, who's that? And be like, oh, I'm the social media guy. Uh, and they're gonna be like, no, you're fine, don't worry about it. And they just, <laughs> just keep marching my friends out. That'd be dark, but I'd be like, <laughs> wouldn't it? Hey, guys, whoa, let's talk. It's my life. I chose this stupid job. <laughs> I'm getting dumbass uh, people are like, hey, you wanna do social media for this other dumb startup? I'm like, no, I'd rather have this boring thriller movie going on in the background. 
It's way better. <laughs> Sit, eat free pretzels all day. No, thank you. Uh, <laughs> rather pay for my coffee and think about dying <laughs> by the government. You know, that's way cooler. It's way fucking better. <laughs> you can't buy those benefits, baby. All right. Uh, <laughs> Oh, you get 10% on your 401k, bro? <laughs> I get political threats, dog. You, you don't understand. <laughs> Shit is way cooler. All right. <laughs> it is weird, though, you know? Because, like, people used to look at the news, right? They'd be like, hey, you guys are gonna, supposed to keep politics in check, right? They'd be, we're supposed to be the gay. Like, you remember Nixon, right? You guys remember Nixon. I don't know. <laughs> like, Nixon, he was brought down by his dumbass mouth, right? He kept talking, and the whole adage, the old journalistic adage is you give them enough rope and they hang themselves, you know what I mean? That's a, that's a, good, that's a good rule. You know, they're gonna, people, politicians speak all kinds of not, dumbass shit. We've seen it a lot lately. The, he, this dude does it on the daily, and people look at the news, they'll like, hang the guy, and we're like, hey, bro, listen, like, do you know how difficult it is to hang someone who is also a rope factory? Do you understand? <laughs> You understand this? This is very difficult, man. It sucks. Because, like, we know we're trying. We're doing our goddamn best. We're telling everybody about this shit. <laughs> like, literally, if you were, picture the gallows, right? You marched Donald Trump, their executioners next to him. He's sitting there dead to rights. We caught you saying that shit. You tweeted it out with the video of you writing the tweet and then the zoom in. And then we all saw it was awful, literal with N words or whatever, eventually, right? This is three weeks from now, probably at this rate. Like, we caught you. We all got you. You're dead to rights. Do you have any last words? He's like, yeah, go fuck yourself. Pat, and he just jumps off and starts running. And everyone's like, what the fuck? We're like, executioner, hang the guy. He's like, I'm just pulling on the rope. It's just more rope. You understand? This is, <laughs> this is impossible to catch this guy. He's over the horizon at this point. It's terrible. <laughs> Can't catch him. It's over, dude. <laughs> it is what it is. Anyways, let's talk about fantasy football. Okay. <laughs> Okay, I'll just do that for the rest of my side. Okay. Okay, sorry. That's when my head, lungs explode. It was the greatest performance we've ever seen. Fucking combust, like spontaneously combust. That'd be cool. All right. <laughs> I don't know if the government's listening in. They're like, fuck, he did it himself. All right. <laughs> Guys, it's over. Cross him off the list. <laughs> what list? He wasn't on it. You're right. Sorry. <laughs> hey. All right. Uh, hmm. Teehee. What the fuck do we want to talk about, man? I don't know. A lot of weeds uh, going on. You guys enjoy weed, probably? Yeah, a little bit. Do you know? Okay, mm -hmm. I like that. <laughs> I love that. That's like if my, I forgot to ask my mom if she drinks. She's like, mm, I'll have a drink or two. It's like, Mom, you had five glasses today. <laughs> a drink or two? Okay, yeah. <laughs> I don't, yeah, I'm just taking my mom issues out on you now. <laughs> um, I don't know, man. I, I enjoy. Do you, do you, are you like a connoisseur of it? Are you like, uh, could you understand? Could you pick out good weed if you smoked it? Would you like, be like, ah, oh, this is this is a good good doobie. Yes. <laughs> you could do what? There you go. How do you do that? Is it like fucking shiny? <laughs> Trial and error. Hey. <laughs> you kind of, that's, <laughs> wait a minute. Uh-oh. <laughs> you go fucking get in the Mr. Hyde. <laughs> Dr. Chuckle, strap me in. Daenerys, strap me in. <laughs> Just, ah, fucking freak it out. <laughs> That's terrifying, man. That's a, a PCP and weed. Those are just pre-rolls you buy. Uh, <laughs> have you ever had those? Those things are terrible. 
You don't live in Detroit. Hey, have you ever had? You've had those pre rolls. At a, it's probably like eating your bread, man. It's crazy. It's too much weed. <laughs> it's objectively way too much. If you have a pre roll. I smoke all the time. I have one hit of a pre roll. I became a stand up comedian. Do you understand what a terrible, <laughs> terrible life decision this was? It was fucking, fucking awful, man. Uh, too strong. Too strong. I don't know. I. Uh, I, I don't know what good weed is, um, but I do know uh, the one time I really felt like I had smoked good weed, uh, I took a hit and I felt like a king that had been poisoned. Does this make any <laughs> sense to you? <laughs> See, that's how you know. She, she's like, yeah, with PCP, probably. <laughs> That'd be like the king got poisoned and then came back from the dead immediately after. Ah! <laughs> like, I'm more just like, I just took the hit and I just started falling back and shaking a lot and like grabbing for tapestries. It's just like, oh, yeah, oh, yeah. <laughs> trees and a foot like it was really <laughs> you understand it was very difficult very scary <laughs> i don't know man i got i i i like that it is uh legal now uh because you get to give people like new experiences right like my brother he's uh he's a bit older than me and he had never smoked weed before and he's lived in california this whole time i know uh so i was really honored to be there with his uh, on his first time getting high you know uh, and on the flip side, I was very honored to be with him uh, to coach him out of his first panic attack. You know what I mean? Like, that was very cool for me. That was a lot of fun. Because, like, you had to understand, he's five years older, right? So, like, I love that movie Freaky Friday and, like, a good role reversal situation. So, I was like, what kind of hijinks can we get up to? You know, this is going to be a great time. He got too fucking high, man. And uh, it was scary for him, you know? Because, like, you know that existential crisis. You know, you, you, you know it more than most <laughs> with your PCP <laughs> background. I can't get over that. We'll talk later. But I, uh, <laughs> I enjoy it, you know? Or the last time I talked to somebody uh, out of that crisis, you know, they're like 18, right? And that's like the easiest speech to give somebody to calm them down, you know? I was just like, hey, listen, Tyler. You're going to have a lot of scary thoughts about your life tonight, but I want to remind you. You're only 18 years old, so you got your whole life ahead of you, man. So just sit back, relax, you know, enjoy Speed Racer, all right? It's going to be fun, man. So just enjoy it, dude. I gave the same speech to my brother, but it was a little bit different. I was like, uh, hey, bro, uh, so uh, you're going to have a lot of scary thoughts about your life tonight, okay? But I, I want to remind you uh, that you're 33 years old and you're still living at home. So uh, <laughs> uh, those thoughts are correct, I'm afraid. <laughs> So if you could take this as a learning moment, that'd be great. If not, sit back, relax, and enjoy Speed Racer, dude. It's gonna be, it's gonna be all right. You're gonna be all right. <laughs> gonna be just fine. A lot of colors. You know how it is. <laughs> I don't know, man. I, uh, I, uh, I, I was home and I found out that I had been smoking weed uh, way longer than I uh, had initially known. Because um, I'm with my parents now and they're old, so they spill secrets like the CIA after 40 years, and you're like, whoa, what? <laughs> you see those declassified documents, and you're like, you did that? They're like, yeah, we did that. You're like, is that legal? They're like, probably not. You're like, all right, <laughs> whatever. We're still alive, I guess. Uh, <laughs> like, my dad used to, he just volunteered this out over dinner. He was like, well, Cole, you know, when you were a baby, I used to combine two of my favorite hobbies. And I was like, oh, what are those? He was like, well, number one was taking you on piggyback hikes through the Marin Headlands. Uh, and I was like, that's very cool, Dad. What's number two? He was like smoking weed with my friend Steve. I was like, <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> you can just smash these two together and have a new fun hobby like frisbee golf. I don't think that's how that works. I don't think that's how that works, Dad. <laughs> he was like, you turned out okay. I was like, that's not what you say about your like kid <laughs> that you've been hotboxing as a baby. <laughs> that's what you say about a, this exam you didn't study for. You know what I mean? You got like a C plus on it. You're like, ah, I turned out all right. <laughs> you know, like <laughs> your fucking kid. <laughs> 
there's another bit to this joke that's super funny. Oh, wait. Yeah, so, uh, not super funny. Now I fucking per- uh, uh, Dang, 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 dang. You'll be like, I'll be the judge of that shit. Uh, I don't know. I realized, like, you know, because I'd been getting high this whole time, I realized, like, my whole childhood was, like, all the pieces were coming together, you know, like Jason Bourne when he goes back on that boat, and he's like, whoa, I killed, what the fuck? Like, he has all those memories come back, you know? Um... <laughs> Like, I remember, like, career day was always the one where I'd always be the most fucked up, right? And, like, because you'd always go through everybody, you know, you'd lie to your teacher in different ways, right? And it was always super fun. And you'd be like, hey, Billy, what do you be when you grow up? And you're like, I want to be an astronaut, right? I'm like, hey, Jimmy, what do you want to be? Uh, I want to be a fireman, you know? And then they'd get to me, and they're like, Cole, what do you want to be when you grow up? Uh, uh, and I'd be like, I want to be a lizard! <laughs> Uh, and they'd be like, this is the fourth year in a row, he said lizard. So, <laughs> we got somebody bringing Speed Racer. We're going to fucking chill this kid out. All right, guys, that's my time. You guys have been awesome. One more time for Pam Benjamin, your lovely host, Muni Radio. Yay! Hey, Cole Chapman, everyone. I wanted to be a lizard. When I was little, I was at a funeral, uh, and they, want, they came up to me, these nuns, and they were like, do you want to be a good little nun when you grow up? And I was like, no. I was very offended that they would like, what do you expect from me? And I, they all married Jesus. I don't know. It's fun to have a 33-year-old man to tell all your secrets to. Why is that? Is that cre- now I'm 44 and people say that's creepy. But then when you're seven, it's okay. That's cool. <laughs> 33-year-old. He's good looking. I, he understands. I guess he bleeds all the time. He understands what I'm going through. Uh, your next comedian. Uh, I'm so excited to have you come up and just kind of do your thing. It's gonna be Eric Cash. Yeah, unless you want to, we can, we can, we can have someone else go up. You can run. Oh, right, right, because we were gonna have. She's gonna introduce you. Are you ready, or do you? I did, of course. Yeah. Oh, I'm excited uh, about the person who's gonna introduce your next person. Cause she drew the new tattoo I have. Yay! That's on my arm. That's really cool. And yeah, she's a really talented artist. She made the fuck that shit up there, and um, the possum Undertaker inside, and the the gun knife over by the bathroom, which I loved so much. Uh, put your hands together for the very talented Jenner Davis. What's up, everybody? Let's give it up for Pam Benjamin. Who, you know, despite her best efforts to not blow up Greece, did a pretty good job of blowing up Greece. <laughs> Don't go there, but it's awesome. You gotta go there. Next up, a creature who should need no introduction and yet gets one anyway because, well, we're thorough. He was raised in the abyss by a wild pack of cigarettes. And he's not here. He's not here, ladies and gentlemen. He's not here to hold your hand or your hair back. But when the earth dies screaming, you know it will be with the voice of Mr. Eric Cash! Put your hands together. That was completely flattering as well as overwrought for four people in a fucking hallway. That's awesome. Overwrought is such a great word. It's just fucking great. Hi, um, I'm Eric Cash. I've been a comedian for a very long time. I don't know why I'm here. And I don't mean this room specifically. I just mean this fucking planet that I never asked to be assigned to. I'm um I'm a crazy person. I'm a, like like a like a real one, like certifiable. Like I have paperwork and stuff. Um I keep it hanging on my wall like I'm a fucking 
Franklin mint plate or something. <laughs> Certifiable. I, uh, I recently, um, somewhat came out of a four year psychosis and my timing was amazing. Um, I think a couple of you are starting to put together the math on what I'm saying, and if the rest of you aren't, what I'm telling you is that I woke up in a psych ward um, in November of 2016 to find out that America had elected an orange-faced fascist. So I don't believe that any of you are real. <laughs> I'm pretty sure I'm still in that fucking bed. <laughs> Maybe I'm just bleeding out in an alley somewhere with a fever of 107 because nothing is fucking real anymore. Late stage capitalism has been documented by leftist writers for a hundred years, but nobody said that it would be such a fucking bad ketamine trip. <laughs> if I walk out of mutiny tonight and one of the houseless people is like pushing a cart down the sidewalk and then just sprouts eight legs from the back of their neck and then tabletops and skitters sideways across the road like some sort of psychedelic Jodorowsky crab, I'm going to be like, yep, that's exactly where we're at right now. I'm waiting for it to start raining fucking velociraptors. I have no idea what's happening anymore, and I don't... Un like... You have to understand, like, I went through a lot of hard shit. There's a reason that I went through a four-year psychosis, and we're not going to go into all the crap that I went through, but I am going to tell you that as somebody that has said very dark, delusional fantasies on stage for 15 fucking years, there is constantly a part of me that is like, did I make this? Is this my fucking fault? Like, I'm not a narcissist, but I am crazy, so there's times where I'm like, none of you are, no, we're all dead here. And this is going to go on forever. I don't, I don't understand it. And, and I really resent that the new face of fascism is making me rethink the things that they taught me about the Third Reich in grade school, which is not something I ever predicted. I never thought that I would scroll back and go, hey, wait a minute. But here we fucking are. One of the things that pisses me off is I never stopped and thought about this until the recent era. But all the way through school, they kept telling me what a great orator Hitler was. And now that I'm watching it happen, I don't know if that's true. <laughs> By the way, that's a little fucking blame shifty if you stop and think about it twice, isn't it? Like, oh yeah, here's this horrible tragedy that murdered millions of people and it is something that no one should ever let happen again and an entire nation was complicit in this process. But you have to understand, the man was a poet. What is that great orator shit? What the fuck? Well, he just talks real good. And we... March disabled people, Roma, and Jews to their fucking death. Because, you know, he talked good. And I don't... Like, you look at Donald Trump. The man hasn't finished a sentence in his entire life. 
Not fucking once. Would you like to buy a conjugation? You delusional fuck you. What is wrong with you? You know damn well that he was just raised by these corporate fucks that just think that, that like their entire life is just like, oh, this is how you survive. You walk in the room as stupid as you are and you put your dick on the table. That's his, in, you can see in his fucking eyes. Like he got elected. Did you, any of you guys watch this motherfucker hump a chair high on cocaine while debating Hillary Clinton? We all saw that. I'm a fucking comedian. I know what humping a chair looks like, okay? I've had to see it way too many fucking times. I hate to fucking scroll back, but can we stop and think? I'm an anarchist. I hate Hillary Clinton. I despise her. But I will tell you that the man that was high on cocaine humping a fucking chair behind her was not the person anybody should have cast a vote for. Are you out of your goddamn mind? I know what a person gacked out of their fucking head looks like. And I love that there were debates about it. No, he wasn't. Are you fucking kidding me? He was about to start a band with her. Uh, 